dinner parties colored the way that I approach making friends. Um, If I love you, I'll cook for you. This is Adulting, a podcast about what it means to be an adult. My name is Jonathan, and I live in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm a horticulturalist with the Atlanta Botanical Garden. Life after graduation is uh, is tumultuous, but it's fun. Going off to college, um, especially the early years, I kind of um, clung to the friends I had made in, in high school that went off to college with me. And I found myself watching a lot of Netflix alone in my dorm. I um, I don't know. I I guess, you know, if I had, <laughs> if I had been seeking professional help, I guess they they probably would have told me that um, you know, I I needed to change a few things. I was kind of you know, locked into myself, kind of. There was a lot of a lot of stagnation in my life, kind of get into these recursive loops of why why are you bored? Why are you kind of sad about nothing in general? Or how do you you know <laughs> I didn't really have anything to fill my weeks or my time with. Um every day was kind of just living until the next day. I didn't really even have the the kind of thoughts of how do I pull myself out of this? It was kind of just stuck below something that you can't even, you you don't even have the the capacity to imagine that there's something to climb out of. (laughs) It's it's hard to talk about, you know, it's, uh, it's something that in retrospect, it kind of seems obvious, but at the time was all I really knew. But I, I wouldn't say that I ever really felt like I, you know, I never identified as being depressed. I didn't know that there was a way to pull myself up. Looking back on all the dinner parties that I I had in college, um, I would say I really used each dinner party as an opportunity to change something about my apartment or the way that I hosted. But really, in effect, I was changing something about myself. All of this really began um, when I went to a friend's dinner party and that I was kind of crashing. Um, I didn't really know about it until the last minute and kind of had some anxiety about just going. But I ended up going to this friend's um, Bollywood dinner-themed um, party. At one point, the uh, the conversation turned towards alcohol, something I was familiar with. Not in the, oh boy, like, I drank so much last night, college kind of way, but because um, I had recently started getting into brewing my own cider and making limoncello, um, it's a source of great interest for a couple of the other party guests, and they they wanted to try it, and they wanted to try it tonight, and so I asked the hostess if it was perfectly alright if we kind of hopped and moved to my apartment, and... Um, it, it was. <laughs> so I kind of took over a dinner party to end up having what I would realize later was my, my first dinner party. Uh, we cracked open several different cider bottles and started pouring the limoncello and 
Uh, I think I even had, you know, cheese um, that I just had for personal consumption and made an impromptu cheese plate, which would later become a staple at uh, future dinner parties that I, I ended up hosting. That evening uh, kind of took off about halfway through and got really intimate and a lot of fun um, really quickly. And I made a lot of friends that evening that I still have to this day. We were not shy with one another, which was something that really uh, struck me as odd for a group of strangers. We all spoke about um, very personal things, including our own sexual histories in a non-judgmental manner. We talked about, you know, preferences uh, in food and culture and even, I think, uh, geopolitical issues. I had never felt that connected or that open with friends that I've had for years. Um, and these were people that I had known now for only a handful of hours. As the evening kind of dwindled down, I didn't really want it to end. Uh, it was really a, a special moment for me. Um, I think eventually we disbanded by like three or four in the morning, um, simply because we just needed sleep. But as people were filing out the door and we were kind of just enjoying each other's company. Um, I think a, a group selfie was taken in that moment, and I still have that photo. I'm really grateful for that artifact from that evening because it really marked, for me, kind of a turning point in the way that I approached social situations and the ways that I can, you know, I, I discovered a whole new way to make friends. I knew that evening that I needed to do that exact same format again as soon as possible and to try to explore what it is to be a dinner party host. Yeah, I really didn't identify as anybody besides um, maybe somebody that was a little insecure and was constantly trying to change his apartment for other people um, until strangers and, and uh, friends of friends would ask me about the dinner parties I was hosting and uh, tell me that, you know, oh, you've got to cook for me sometime. Like, when am I going to be invited to the next dinner party? And all kinds of kind of, you know, playful questions like that. And it kind of dawned on me that this is how other people are describing me. And so nowadays when I introduce myself, one of the early things that, that comes to light is that I like to cook a lot and I like to entertain. I'm much less shy um, around strangers, and I think a lot of that has to do with kind of these social skills that I, I picked up from spending so much time around people I, I don't really know that well. One of my favorite things uh, at, a, at a dinner party was encouraging uh, guests to bring maybe one or two guests of their own that I, that I don't know, uh, complete strangers for me, and to, without fail, watch these strangers walk into uh, my apartment and kind of be immediately um surprised i don't want to i don't want to put words in anyone's mouth and, <laughs> and say that they were impressed but surprised by the setup of uh the dinner party because it was immediately apparent that this was not going to be some casual house party where you could just kick back and chill i mean of course being relaxed was key to the environment but immediately when people walk in i, I try to put a wine glass in their hands and uh, encourage them to start talking to people that they don't already know Thanks for listening. 
If you want to see Jonathan's beautiful illustrations, a list of tips to host a great dinner party, and a soundtrack that you can play at your own future dinner parties, check us out online at adultingpodcast.tumblr.com. And while you're at it, you can subscribe for our newsletter. You can also follow us on Twitter at adultingpod. Keep tweeting us. I mean, no one's actually tweeted us yet. Um, But you could be the first person to tweet us with your adulting stories. We're always looking for more stories of adulting failures and successes. I'm super proud of myself this week because I dropped like $50 on Christmas cards and I'm going to be so ready for the holidays. Like I feel so prepared right now. I'm, I don't know. I did this just a few hours ago, so I'm still like basking in my pride. (laughs) This is good. This is good. I hope I get a Christmas card. Like, I hope you don't just say this and then not send me a Christmas card because that would be really No, you're totally on the list. And that's the thing too. I wrote out a list of everyone that I'm going to send them to. Like, I am so prepared. What, what kind of Christmas cards did you get? Um, well, so there's an assortment. So there's some that are like greetings from Boston and they're like super cute and then I had to get a whole bunch of Hanukkah ones because I have a big Jewish family. That's nice of you. So they're not just Christmas cards. They're like seasonal cards. Yeah. And then, ooh, there's one that's like a color wheel. Um, and like each of the colors have like a little word that's like holiday themed next to it. So like the green says like juniper. You're such a um, nerd this year. Like then- I have to just stop you here and just say like the fact that you also picked like not just like one type of Christmas card. Like you picked an assortment of seasonal cards and you really thought about this. And like I'm proud of you, but you're also just like a huge adult nerd at this point. <laughs> Do I get a badge for that? <laughs> well, you should also be proud of yourself this week because uh, something exploded inside of your body and she finished the podcast. So I think that's what you should be most proud of this week. So on that note, on that note, listeners, um, the only way you can be adult and hardcore is if something explodes inside your body. So if you have a story about something exploding inside of your body, please let us know. Oh, God, we want to know. We will interview you. Um, And maybe you can beat Ashira at being like the most hardcore adult this week.